Social Zoom Factor, episode 89. Hey, Zoomers, we are getting started in just a few seconds. But in order to Zoom, you need fuel. Our sponsors give us that fuel. Take a minute now to learn more about them. Your team is at the heart and soul of your business. You work hard to attract great people who help your business Zoom. Our new partner, Everyone Social, enables employees to become effective brand ambassadors by sharing, recommending, and promoting relevant content while building their personal online brand. Check it out and request a demo at socialzoomfactor.com slash everyone social. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Hope you are doing great in this new year and truly just kicking off your business and your life in Turbo Zoom. Today, we're going to talk about a bit lighter, but at the same time, a bit heavier topic. What we are talking about is the importance of not ignoring your customers on social media. And you would think in today's age of technology and social and all of the education that has been out there to date, particularly for larger brands, they know what social media is. They know that their audiences, their customers, their employees are all utilizing social media to communicate with one another, to share information, to communicate about their brand, and also to talk to their brand, to communicate to their brand. So you would think that We shouldn't even have to ask the question, is it okay to ignore your customers on social media? And when, if ever, is it okay to ignore your customers on social media? That is exactly what we are going to be talking about on today's podcast. So let's go. And to kick off the conversation, I want to share with you a recent story. And this is a real story, something that happened with a very large brand online that really kind of brought this type of situation to light for me. And the situation happened a couple weeks ago, and it involved a very large, very large brand online. And ever since this situation happened, it's just really been on my mind. You know, it's that deep marketing nut thought that's just been driving me crazy. And I am really concerned about the behavior that I saw. And I really want to make this topic part of a conversation that we have continuously and that we're not afraid to have in 2015 and that we can all help each other and help brands big and small understand the importance of not ignoring your customer. So the situation was CBS is the brand and they have a show called The Undercover Boss. But it's basically a show where a CEO level person, a CXO, will go and visit. It's usually a franchised organization where they have multiple locations and they will go visit some of the locations. So it could be a franchise, could be a different office. It varies. And they go undercover. That's why it's called The Undercover Boss. And so they're going undercover to check 
out how their business is running. And there's multiple benefits to that because they're able to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. They're able to see things they usually don't even know or can comprehend at the executive levels that they're working at and understanding what's really happening with the people who are working in the field. And so it's a show that our family watches often. I have a 10-year-old. I have a 14-year-old. And of course, being successful entrepreneurs, our kids are budding entrepreneurs as well. So even our 10-year-old, it's one of his favorite shows. And our kids also love shows like Shark Tank and everything in between. But this show came on and it was right after the holidays. So it came on right after CBS was airing a special on The Pope. So it was pretty much a family night on CBS. And this particular episode of Undercover Boss, CBS had the bright idea that they would profile and bring on a CEO from a bikini sports bar. Okay, so when it first came on, I thought, oh my, good thing my children are not in here watching the show with me tonight. And I don't know why they weren't. I think they were off playing their brand new PS4 they got for Christmas, but... All right, so my husband and I are sitting there watching the show and we're thinking, okay, I don't know how this is going to go good. But being that the brand was CBS, I trusted them. And being that I have watched Undercover Boss almost every single episode and have never really had an issue with it, I thought, okay, there's got to be some good that's going to come out of this scenario. Well, long story short, there was very little good that came out of the episode. And the, as you can imagine, bikini sports bar, it's probably not going to be that clean of a story, but you're hoping that at least CBS isn't going to air the bad, right? And I'm not judging. If that's what you're into, that's fine. If you're into bikini sports bars, go for it, all right? My family and me, were not into bikini sports bars. And first thing that happened, the CEO comes on the show and he calls his restaurant a restaurant. Yes, a restaurant gag. And it got worse from there. And I was literally watching the show with my mouth just hanging. Like I could not believe what I was seeing and watching. And it was one of those moments you're like, I wish I could unwatch that, but I know that I can't. And it got worse. So he goes to one of the first locations and he says something like, you know, I behind the bar, we like to make sure that we have the hottest babe and that she is absolutely wearing her bikini top. Well, this young girl was working behind the bar, but she was wearing a t-shirt. So he really let her have it saying, you know, we really need to make sure that we're wearing the bikini behind the bar. And you could tell she had goals for herself and she just did not feel comfortable going on national TV because the story that they tell the employees is that they're doing a reality show So the employees are usually aware as they see the camera crews coming in to film the episode. And the young lady behind the bar had chosen to wear a t-shirt because she didn't feel comfortable going on national television in a bikini. All right, you can understand that. And then her and the CEO went outside later in the episode and she shared with him that she had bigger goals and that she was interviewing for another job. She'd been an account manager in the past. And, you know, I'm watching it just thinking, you go girl, get out of that restaurant and go do something bigger and better with your life. And to my thought is that every good manager, every good CEO should want their employees to feel empowered. They 
should want them to go and do what is best for them. I mean, for goodness sakes, the CEO is a CEO because he went for it, right? So the episode continued and, you know, there were some good people that they showcased, a mom trying to work and take care of her daughter who had some health problems. So the show ends and you're not going to believe what happened. He fires the girl who was behind the bar and basically, you know, gave some reasons. There were some issues uh, during the show where there was some alcohol being served. I'm not going to go into all the detail, but he fired her on the show live on Undercover Boss. All right. Why did he need to fire her on the show? That's the question everybody on Twitter has for CBS. But CBS has failed to answer that question. So he fires the girl behind the bar. And then there was another girl that during the episode got in trouble for using her phone. And she had been, I think, let go a few other times and then came back. But she seemed to wear the bikini well and dressed for the part a little bit better than the girl who had career goals behind the bar, guess what she got? She got a breast job as a reward. So he basically said, I will give you a boob job. Okay. So you fire the girl behind the bar who wears a t-shirt and then you give the girl who has already been fired a few times a free boob job. Seriously? That was the place in the show where I thought, I really wish that I could unwatch this entire show now. And then he went on to give out a couple raises. He did give one girl some, I think it was some additional health benefits. I wasn't honestly paying attention by this time. I was so fired up and already on Twitter looking at the hashtag. But he gave a couple raises and I saw some people complaining that the raises did not seem to be equal between what he gave to a guy who was running the kitchen versus one of the girls who was running in front of house and training some of the bikini girls. So regardless, okay, whether you thought the show was good or not, now let's talk about how CBS responded. Fast forward to what happened on social. What happened on social media, as you can imagine, there was a firestorm. And I am not one to usually complain about things that are happening on TV. I'm not usually one that will go out there and bash a brand. Most brands that know me know that I will only complain when I have a real issue. So any of the brands that service our business or our life, they know when they see a tweet from Pam, I really have a problem and I really need their help. I went out there and jumped on the hashtag that CBS has promoted and is using for the show, which is pound undercover boss. So you can go check it out. And I found everybody pretty much feeling the same way that I did. I mean, there was a firestorm by the next morning. There were articles out on HuffPost and all over the web, people bashing it, tweets being captured. A couple of my tweets were actually captured on some of the new big news media sites, uh, just a couple that I had tweeted out because I was really, really disgusted with the CEO. And more importantly, I was really disgusted with CBS that they even aired the show, which seemed to be pretty much the opinion of most of the people who watched it. So now let's fast forward to what did CBS do about it? What did the undercover boss team do about it? From what I could see so far to date on Twitter, neither CBS or the undercover boss team 
has replied to any of the tweets. I personally have sent several tweets to them. I sent tweets right after the show aired. I sent them a couple that week. And I sent even a follow-up last week saying, I'm really surprised, CBS and Undercover Boss, you have not replied. Now, the CEO of the Bikinis Sports Grill and Bar also had tweeted, it looked like an auto tweet during the show, uh, thank, or right after the show, thanking everybody. And then we haven't seen any other tweets from him. There was one about some dentist or something, but he also has not acknowledged what was going on and how his community, the community of CBS was responding to the episode. So it's pretty obvious here, my friends, that CBS an undercover boss and the CEO of this restaurant has decided that ignoring their customers is fine. That is a great strategy because then they're thinking they don't have to deal with the ramifications. Now, what I want to talk about is what ramifications does that actually have on your brand? How is the situation that they are ignoring many thousands of their loyal customers who have a problem with this situation. You can go to Twitter, you can go on Facebook, and you can see how many hundreds and thousands of comments and tweets there are of people complaining about this episode and how tasteless it was, all right? And CBS is basically saying, you know what? Talk to the elbow because you ain't worth the extension. I just... I'm shocked that CBS has not responded. And I keep feeling hopeful that they will. But to be honest, I think even if they responded now, it's a little too late. Okay. They should have got their PR team together. They should have figured out what was the crisis. Was it a crisis or was it something they could just acknowledge? Yes, we messed up. Right. We talk about that a lot on this podcast and on my blog. And if you work with us as a client or we consult with you, you know that I always say, just say sorry. You're going to mess up. I just did a podcast on this last week about embracing imperfect perfection. We can never be perfect on social media because we are not perfect in real life. Our brands are not perfect because they're made up of human beings. And there was obviously a casting and show development issue because you don't know your audience. Because if you're firing up that many people and viewers of your show and you're choosing to ignore them, pound fail CBS. I'm very disappointed that you have not responded. Now let's talk about what did CBS do and and why is this a bad situation? Number one is they are a complete hypocrite when it comes to social media because in this situation, they are utilizing a hashtag to communicate. So they promote the hashtag pound undercover boss and they want to use it. They use it actively to promote the show. So they'll use the hashtag and they'll say, check out this episode, you know, during the show. I don't know if they have auto tweets that are going or what's going on, but they have tweets that are going that are saying, you know, what do you think of that that she just said? What do you think is going to happen with this? And then they also do blog posts where they are recapping as well. And they are using this hashtag, which a hashtag is used to have conversations. It's used to bring people together. It's used to foster community around a topic that people have common interests in. So they're utilizing the hashtag when the hashtag is 
beneficial to their brand. However, they choose to ignore the hashtag and the people, their viewers, their loyal viewers who are watching their show, who are communicating with them about their opinions on the show, they choose to ignore that hashtag. So the real question is, are they even doing social listening? Okay, because when you look at their Twitter feed, it kind of looks like they maybe are not doing active social listening. Number two, they have an issue because they are, it is very clear they are choosing to ignore those negative comments and conversations. They could have at least just sent a couple tweets, a couple comments on Facebook saying, we acknowledge this, you know, here's what we're doing to fix this going forward or else stand by it and say, you know what? We love this guy. We support it. You know, it showed a real American company and and things that are happening in some of these types of organizations. Regardless, they needed to own the mistake. They needed to own the decision to cast this company and cast this CEO who just honestly seems like a pig and womanize her on TV. Okay, that's how he came across. So if he's not that way, CBS sure did have a way of making him look that way on TV. So that could be a whole other conversation. Number two is that if you want to use a hashtag to build community, then build community. Don't choose to just ignore it when the going gets tough. And make sure that you are part of that community. Lead the community. Let the community know that you care about them and that you're not just using this hashtag to promote yourself. Because the truth is, more harm or good can be done to a brand during a crisis versus the crisis itself. Because you can tell by looking at the tweets that they have a lot of loyal viewers. People want Undercover Boss to succeed. They love it. It's a show, I'll tell you, when me and my kids and my husband watch it, we all get teary-eyed. It's one of those shows that shows humanity and it shows the depth of people and it shows most of the time these CEOs that get really humbled during the show when they're able to see what's really happening in their organization and you know, the show ends a lot with people getting uh, promotions and getting rewarded and having debt paid off and raises and that type of thing. So it's a good show. Oh, usually. And as I always say, social is going to reveal your organization before it's going to transform it. And CBS, it revealed a pretty bad side to you on this episode. Now, a few questions I want to leave with you is, would you ignore your customer if they knocked at your door? Okay, because that's exactly what CBS did in this situation. Would you ignore your customer if they called you? Would you not pick up the phone? Would you ignore your customer uh, if they sent you an email, a contact form on your website? How about in person at an event? Do you think that if we were all at an event with CBS and the undercover boss team, do you think that their team would ignore us? I would hope not. I would hope that if I went up to talk to somebody on their team, that they would not ignore me when I asked a question about the episode or that when I shared my opinion, I would hope that they would be open to talk to me. So if you would talk to your customers, to your viewers, to these people in real life, if they knocked on their door or called them, why do you ignore them in real life on social? And this is a huge message, I think, to any brands. Social is real life. Social is not fake, okay? There is a conversation likely happening in your honor all the time. 
and it's on Facebook, it's on Twitter, it's on Instagram, it's on LinkedIn, you name it. It's there. It's on blog sites. It's in podcasts. You have a choice as a brand leader, as a marketing leader, as a business leader. Are you going to, number one, acknowledge that conversation? Make sure you have the proper tools in place that you know those conversations are happening, that you're doing social listening. Number two, what is your plan to acknowledge and to reply to handle that situation. If you have a crisis, are you prepared to deal with it? You don't want to wait until you have a crisis to build your process for how you handle a crisis. And we get a lot of clients that come to us this way after they have a crisis. Don't be that brand. Develop your process because the chances of a crisis happening for most businesses on a Monday morning at 8 a.m. are very slim. Usually a crisis is going to happen on Saturday night at 10 p.m. when your social media team is out having a good old time. And when something goes bad, who's in charge? When do you need to escalate it? When is it time to bring in executives? How are you going to handle backfire if you get backfire for something that's said or something that's accidentally tweeted to the wrong account. Make sure that you have a social media policy in place, that you have a crisis preparedness plan, and that you are ready to help your brand shine when something happens. Because CBS could have shined in this situation. The undercover boss team could have shined. Even the CEO of Bikini Sports Grill could have maybe done something to recover. At minimum, he should have at least owned what he does for a business, how he handled the situation. He could have came clean. He could have said, sorry, I don't know what his scenario would be, but he could have at least acknowledged the tweets. And to date, he also has not acknowledged the tweets. So that's where I'm going to leave this conversation today. And I want us to continue to talk about these things in real life on social, all right? And I host the Get Real Chat every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And this is what we are going to be talking about this week, which is Tuesday, January 13th at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And we will be talking about, is it okay to ignore people and your community and your viewers and your audience on social media who are talking to you. Is it okay as a brand and as a person to ignore your customers? When is it okay? When is it not okay? And how do you deal with a crisis? So that's going to be a topic of conversation over the next few weeks. I encourage you to check that out. And then you can always follow the hashtag pound social zoom factor for 24 seven conversation around business, marketing, social media, and everything in between. So I hope that this episode today has inspired you to take a look at not only your processes and methodologies around social listening and the technology you're using, but also taking a look at your heart and how you are viewing responses and communication from your community. Because you need to make sure you are not just about yourself and make sure you are not just building this quote unquote social empire, but that you are building a community. And with the community, there is conversation, there is caring, there is trust, there is credibility. And you are not going to be able to build credibility and trust and relationships if you are not real, if you cannot embrace imperfect perfection, if you are not listening and acknowledging the concerns of the 
human beings that are within your community. And if you are listening to this podcast today and you know you have some of the issues that I have talked about, it's okay. Number one thing you need to do is acknowledge them. Number two is you need to set a plan in place to resolve and mitigate the risks that are associated with damaging your brand. And three, if you don't know where to start to solve this problem, you really need to get some help. And if you don't know where to go get help, come check us out. You can contact our agency, The Marketing Nuts, and we help clients manage their relationships with their clients, with their audiences online and offline every single day. It's what we do for our day job. Just go to themarketingnutswithaz.com and we would be more than happy to help you out. I know that your time is precious and I thank you for joining me today and you can check out the show notes at socialzoomfactor.com slash 89 and I will make sure to include links to some of the past episodes that I've had that I believe relate to this topic and some of them that I mentioned during this show today. So have an amazing week and year and that's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.